What's happening everyone? It's your boy Minister Carl J. Francis back again. This is episode two. Um it's slightly gonna be a bit different from episode one. Episode one was just more an introductory start on just like you know talking about the history of what I've done before and then it was just doing a breakdown of a verse. Um if you haven't seen it, episode one talking about Psalms twenty three. Um it was just breaking it down so people can understand it. Um plenty of those episodes will be back as usual but today is just something different today i'm just talking more um about um the time during the pandemic as a youth in the church um i've been in church practically all my life um you know parents um you know my dad pastor mom first lady sister evangelist um, yeah, me, minister uh, for quite a while. People see me there, they're probably uh, feeling like, okay, that's cool. No way, this uh, minister, but yeah, um, minister for quite a while. Um, yeah, so it's really, really good. But anyway, today, what we'll be talking about is the pre, mid, and post pandemic and how it's affected um, the youth, really. Um, with this podcast today, it's not just my opinion, um, but it's um, a collective of opinions um, during the pandemic and post-pandemic as well. Um, spoke to various people how they feel uh, the pandemic has affected them mentally, um, spiritually, and yeah, and sometimes physically. And yeah, we'll be breaking it down. So pre-pandemic, um, everything is fine. Church is normal. Um, and some people would start a conversation of like church is normal what do you mean by church is normal um some churches us you know freely um done meaning that like it's more spiritually um led um which is obviously always good um which flow by the spirit um but i can say there are some churches which are very structured um put it this way if it was a bet I could easily guarantee you what would come next. Like I could close my eyes during service and I'd be like, okay, this, okay, I can uh, know probably around 11 o'clock, probably push it about a quarter past 11, offering's gonna start, give it about another 10 minutes. And then, you know, I might do a bit of praise and worship, you know, so I might talk, have a bit of testimony. Oh, okay, now the preacher's coming on. That's probably gonna be about half an hour, 45 minutes, depending if he or she needs to rush somewhere yeah all right cool all right and then i would say about 10 to 12 um we're gonna do the benediction oh before that we might do some form of announcements or something and yeah and like okay it's calm in it like i have no problem with that but you have to remember christ came to just break all of these structures he created law he created um some governmental structure some economical structure you know but when it comes to the spirit there shouldn't be no structure at all because once there's structure it's, it turns from a spiritual relationship to a religious relationship then if you compare it to other world religions, there's no difference. They stand up, they bow down, they get back up, they stand up, 
they bow down okay and it's a repetitive thing now as humans we know we can do things probably once or twice but when it comes to the third or fourth time we kind of lose interest because we know what's going to happen the excitement is gone because it's not exciting because we know what's going to happen and with that um a lot of people just got bored because they're not they know that they're not going to expect anything different it's just going to be the same so during that time people were very just depressed um and some of them really were questioned even to come in on sundays because they just know what's going to happen um sometimes because it's so structured even if a person wanted to implement something on that day um the feedback will be like well we can't because you know we got this set up and we planned it from last month and you know we got this special person to come in and you know we just want to make sure no that how can you expect people to be free they say and then mid-service will be like okay let's worship him in spirit and in truth and let's be just free and god has given us freedom well i know that god has given us freedom but in the house how we structured there's no freedom in it because if sometimes it's so funny as that like if the moment once you're in church you might find that brother or sister where the spirit has hit them and literally they're talking and they're speaking in tongues and they're walking around the place and god has given them something to confess to the church and some churches look at them being like well, what are you doing you're messing up everything i'm doing but at the same time you have to remember it's not us who created time it's god who created time so you have to think who are you to stop that person from worshiping god like you said in spirit and in truth at that time all those structures should disappear so that's one element pre-pandemic which was annoying um plus the youth are not really used i remember going to one church and they, they said they're going to bring up the youth choir and i was thinking okay that's really it's going to be so good it's going to be fantastic brilliant and when i looked the youth choir was like 34 year olds now i'm not hitting them i mean like you know all of us are children of god you know but it's not youth come on it's not youth. you you're far from youth now and i'm just thinking that's when it hit me i was like so how much are the youth actually implemented and used in the church and i've been to so many places and I've, to be honest it came to the conclusion that i haven't and even when it's specifically like youth sundays the freedom for them to do anything is not really there and even if they may have a plan it's overseen and then because it's overseen and overviewed it's just like half of it's been stripped because it's like oh nah you have to think about the rest of them but you have to think about okay now this is youth service there's no problem of a song being played if they don't know it get to know it you know you have to remember we're youth when songs have been sung from the hymnal we wasn't brought up back then like half of these um hymnals was like amazing i'm not knocking them at all they're amazing but some of them you just can't relate to there's an issue of when a form of Hillsong come and some of them may give, you know, their thoughts on being like, it's too, it sounds too earthly or it doesn't sound as spiritual. To you, it don't. But to others, it does. It does. Um, so that's what some people have said. Now, mid-pandemic came. Um, God has allowed everyone to stay at home. The church's doors have been closed 
and Zoom sessions have disrupted throughout the whole world. Um, churches have gone on this kind of digital format of where you're tuning for probably like an hour and a half. You know, you do your prayer, sing along, hear the word and then just sign out. And it was like that for almost two years, pushing a bit more. And then people would think because that changes scenery, that the thing has, you know, the church has changed. But it didn't. The only difference is, is that you just tune in, you never had to leave home. It was still the same. And like the structure of things has never changed. And but you know what? Is <laughs> with everything which happens, there's always a blessing in it and i spoke to some youth and they came back to me and they were conveying what they were thinking during that time and what they were thinking is that their home church has been closed they've been facing times of where they felt claustrophobic in that home church where they couldn't be free they couldn't spread their wings and be who they are in christ so during this time of where they see their church online they had the opportunity to see other churches too they see churches on youtube in the UK or abroad and because of that it enabled them to create this space of where they could compare and honestly just feel more free um, other people were talking about topics which probably their home church never spoke about and because of that they just they were more drawn uh, to them um, and that's the uh, one of the issues pre-pandemic which a lot of churches have they have this fear or this kind of obstacle in front of them where they can't go past and talk about a topic which a lot of young people are facing um it almost seems like everyone is saved and that if someone may go against the grain it's like oh you should not have done that just read your word and jump back in line like it doesn't work like that i always say like god came down to the earth um to the earth and he was alienated and he the way he was moving wasn't like how you know the culture was like um the, the scribes and pharisees couldn't stand him the, because the way he was thinking and the way he did things and the times when he did the healing was at the time when you shouldn't do it and like they were thinking what you're doing and to banish i've have said before some churches they do have scribes and pharisees in there of where you do something different which is still according to what god wants you to do but because it's something different it's like a taboo they're just like no don't do it now if you're gonna keep on telling a person that they can and can't do something over and over and over again they are just gonna create this emotion of where they just want to leave and now when you see some churches which are almost empty do i feel sorry for them no i don't because because you had the opportunity to adapt to what's happening now um some of them are reliving what the 80s and 90s was like you know some of them are trying to rekindle what they went through when they were a kid why like because we can't experience that and this ain't like the pantomime or showcase we're not just gonna keep on trying to rekindle a time of where it's gone time ago like you have to wake up and adapt to how people are thinking now people are going through some form of mental health people are going through some um sexual issues some people are experiencing things which you know are not spoken in the church and because they're not spoken in the church they don't speak at all and because they're not speaking at all 
they're combating themselves and staying at home and and not going to church because they don't feel church is a place where they can be themselves and a lot of people were facing that pre and mid pandemic and going online going on youtube it was very easy type in what you were suffering and there was a pastor there who would talk about it and there wasn't no element of where like oh i'm not going to talk too much about it because i don't want to offend no one no he spoke out and through and god allowed him to be the tool for his worship and because he spoke what they were dealing with they just adapted to what that pastor did now mid-pandemic like that's another thing a lot of people were questioning oh should i go back into church should i even revisit the church i was at and a lot of people i know haven't there's been so many churches mid and post pandemic where the youth who used to go there don't go there no more because they feel people who are running it they probably just don't feel like they're giving them the opportunity they they feel they should have you know now and now we come to the post pandemic everyone the government says well you can come out you can go back to normality to a degree and just do the things we did before and we were all happy we could open our eyes we could enjoy the sun we could go back to the shops there's lovely shops we used to go to we can go back to we don't have to wear the mask no more and it was just fantastic it was brilliant and we was enjoying that i think everyone was just more happier just leaving our homes and knowing that when going out they weren't going to be having a fine for staying out too long and that when going out you don't, you don't have to do that because you're exercising or being in this stupid bubble thing um so people thought okay things have changed so hopefully when going back to church it will be the same um so sunday comes saturday we're just like yes you know you know had opportunity prayer life has increased uh, went through certain things looked at um, some other pastors that highlighted some of the things which i would wish my pastor or minister did um and because of that now you know some of the wounds have been healed so i'm ready to you know go back to church and you know give it a try again sunday's here sunday morning fantastic get ready go out to church everything is fantastic you're getting up bright and early ironing that shirt literally ironing the jacket putting that crease in the trousers the ladies who may have a dress hung up for service ready to wear on sunday go to church um get there musicians are there playing song allowing the spirit just enter into the house and everything just seems fantastic and once the person comes up greets everyone in the church greets every minister you know the bishop all the seers the deacons it's like okay you know you know you gotta do you gotta do that you know acknowledge people and then after that we're like okay the singers are coming in and it's just like oh all right um this is cool um all right and then after that we might have another person who will read the word for today and it's like okay um, this is kind of reminding me of something else and then after that there'll be another song will be um song and it's 
then we come to the realization that the fact is that after these two years of the church being locked up and we've been doing zoom services nothing has changed and and this is the situation which, which is still occurring now but one thing which i do love there are some individuals during the pandemic they have created movements um they have created conferences um i have seen um a little bit more of youth conferences appearing um little get-togethers appearing and it's amazing and, and for those who are doing it may god just bless you and continue to bless you with any form of issues i pray that god just removes them allows you to move more freely in what you are doing and what you're doing is great and i pray that it just keeps on growing and growing and growing and um yeah but the structure of things that hasn't changed still hasn't changed and for some people that had that has become a wake-up call some of them have when the doors were open they visited the church that one week and some of them have never returned and some of them have been to another place they went to a different place um and it's sad it's really sad i mean like for example um if you went to a place um you knew how it ran um but it's let me change it up let's say you're at, at your workplace yeah you've been there for probably three four years you've noticed some issues in the workplace things are just not really working um, colleagues are not really communicating with each other not creating that social um aspects in the workplace and you just notice certain things there's some red flags you were seeing and you're annoyed and furlough came and you were working from home and no one else is around you and then all of a sudden you know the government says okay everything's back um to normal and you go back to work and you think like oh yes everyone's back now i can see everyone it's gonna be fantastic um amazing and you'll find out that nothing has changed and it's just back to the same thing how are you going to feel you're just gonna feel annoyed depressed feel like you just haven't been heard and like things will start popping in your mind it's like okay is this place really for me and the thoughts of just literally just leaving um come into play and to be honest it's the same with some churches where there's a lot of people young there's been some people who are middle-aged who just go through the same thing and they just feel like oh, what's happening um and what i'm trying to say is churches who are out there pastors bishops deacons whoever you are overseers whatever the case may be please listen give the youth the chance to express themselves through god freely please because if you don't you will lose them and they will not come back they will not come back because just how God was showing the people in the world of how to do things and because it was different they didn't like it Christ still had that willingness to be like okay even though they don't understand now I'll keep on trying but if they ain't gonna listen they're just gonna face what they're gonna face you know and some people they only understand the meaning behind that youth who try to do something too late 
Like, for example, when he was nailed to the cross and when people saw him and what he went through and saw the people who looked up to Christ, some of them confessed like, well, he is, well, he was the Son of God and he was the King of the Jews. Why don't be that person who waits until um, everything is all done and everything's closed? Act now. Allow them to be free. Because if you don't, you will lose them. And trust me, a lot of youth have so many amazing ideas. And it's not saying that because we've got this idea, we're going to push you out. Of course not. In everything we do, we would love to have watchmen. We'd love to have people who are more wise. Um, on this spiritual journey we're having, and give us guidance. But the time of when the platform is for us, allow us to do what we got to do. And that's not saying that the elders uh, shouldn't speak um, to the youth. Of course, we would love it. But adapt. Allow them to be free. Don't give them this fear of like, if I speak, I'm going to be judged. You shouldn't judge them. Leave that to Christ. Leave it to Christ. He, trust me, if you believe that God is all powerful, all seeing, all knowing, all understanding, um, leave that to Christ. But guide them. That's all I say. It's your boy, Minister Carl J. Francis. Peace.